Nice. Out. Now. Game. Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chich, and I'll be your DM for tonight. And the players with me tonight are Richard. Hello. Dia. I have radioactive hands. Ooh, spooky. Jan. On the first day of Lucia's day, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. Are you gonna do the whole thing? Because please don't. No. Fabulous. Cora. I have hot chocolate instead of tea today. Yay! Hey, feeling seasonal, are you? And oh, look, who's here? It's Jimmy! Jimmy Sprinkles! From Brits on Bikes! What have I come into? Yeah, sorry about this. <laughs> we are very chaotic. It's lovely to be here, team. <laughs> it's lovely to have you here. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay, so this is our uh, Winter Solstice special. And for this one, we're taking a uh, bit of a flashback to uh, Dawn's day as his college. So, Richard, you're playing Dawn again today. So can you tell us about Dawn? <laughs> Dawn can tell you everything about him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he can. Dawn is an amazing, elegant, sophisticated... No, Um, all those (laughs) things. But he is a tabaxi. He stands about six foot tall. Um, He's got a mottled grey and black coat. And he's normally wearing something that stands out, shall we say. Normally bold colours, height of fashion all the time, and is never seen without his turban. Yeah, and the rest of you, you're not playing your usual characters. So, Dia, can you tell us who are you playing today? Ah, yes. I am Nambi, a female goblin barbarian. (laughs) (laughs) She is very short, and she has uh, dyed pink hair. It's not a natural colour. She's a somewhat quiet individual, actually, surprisingly, who uh, is very interested in creative pursuits. Uh, she's studying fashion design as her major at university, but also she's doing uh, art. She particularly enjoys doing watercolours. And on weekends, she uh, she sometimes has a little, a little stall at a local market to sell things she's made and painted. That sounds adorable. People call her Nambi Pambi. And also, she's real beefy. She's small, but she's beefy. Her <laughs> mm. beefcake. Mm-hmm. The cutest little beefcake on the block. Okay, Jan, who are you playing today? Uh, I am playing a human wizard called Oki. <laughs> he is <Okay>. a... Okay. What? Did you say my name? Continue. Uh... <laughs> Oki, well, it's it's Oki, it's not okay, it's Oki. <laughs> okay. Um, he is a shy, introverted, kind of nerdy person. Doesn't get out too much. He is uh, rather small in stature and kind of scrawny looking. Not like tiny, but, you know, like below average. Mm-hmm. Skinny. Um, 18 years old. Uh, well, uh, that's basically it. <laughs> He's a nerd. <laughs> Okay, so, Kara, who are you playing? I'm playing Feralania Ngabe, who is uh, 
an elf of the Tajuru nation with a very dark black fauxhawk. She's quite rotund. She has a couple of piercings, one on her nose, uh, one on her eyebrow, and uh, she has uh, gauges in her ears, uh, is wearing incredibly bright colours at pretty much all times. Her eyes are usually a bright purple, but when she casts spells, uh, they can shift and change colour. She's only about 20 years old, and uh, yeah, it's quite a bubbly, a bubbly, friendly person who um, always carries a little token of her goddess, uh, Pax, the... Uh, god of unity diversity and peace from her uh, home continent nice and jimmy who are you playing today okay so i am playing a halfling bard called pickwin lily uh, pick to his friends um he's about 18 years old he's quite unassuming there's nothing particularly standoutish about him um in his normal kind of day-to-day. Um, but that said, he is a performer. So when he puts on a role, um, he goes full Strasbourg and he's like like living his parts and whatnot. Um, he's very big into storytelling um, and he does play the lute as well. He likes to record um, events as well and he can often be found like writing in his journal. And I think that's pretty much it. Oh, should we should we say our, our majors, what we're all studying if we're all students? Yeah, yeah, because you're all college students. Nambi, what's Nambi studying again? Nambi is studying fashion design as a major, but she's also doing a uh, course in watercolours. Okay, and Dawn? Uh, Dawn is studying archaeology mm-hmm. and history. Okay, Oki? What's Oki studying? O- Oki is uh, studying magic and wizardry. Any specific um, focus? Uh, let's say enchantments. Enchantment, okay. And Pick? What's Pick uh, studying? Uh, Pick is horribly flaky and has been bouncing around from course to course, but is currently studying history. Mm. And obviously his main goal is to get into uh, the College of Law. Mm. Oh, okay. I was thinking you might be in the uh, Theatre Society with me. Yeah, because... Uh, uh, what's your name again? Verilania. Yeah, you can call me Very. Very. It's Very. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> And I'm uh, I'm studying linguistics. Nice. Okay, so that's our crew for tonight. Now let's let's get into it, shall we? We find ourselves in Tarish, two winters before the events of the main campaign. It's the nights of Lysia's day, and the whole city is celebrating. There are markets and stalls all over the streets, and bonfires are being set up in several squares. In a quieter part of the city, however, there is no bonfire. Instead, the college students are having a party in an abandoned warehouse that used to store fabrics, the remains of which have been used to decorate the venue. It is dimly lit by candles all around the rafters, but nobody even notices as the crowd's attention is gathered on the band that's playing on a stage, built at the end of the main hall. The five of you are in the crowd. Most people from the university are here, at least those that stayed in town for the holidays. So, what are you all up to at this party? If the band's playing, Dawn is dancing. Dawn is dancing, okay. What's Dawn's dancing like? Excellent. Of course it is. I mean, he's got charisma, he's got dexterity, you know. Yes, he, he has the presence on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Oki is kind of standing a bit to the back, uh, drinking water from a cup, tapping his foot along to the music. Um <laughs> He is into it, but you can see he's not kind of, he, he isn't right, he isn't like in the in the masses. He looks kind of uh, shoulders up and that kind of body language. <laughs> Turtling up, yeah. Yeah. 
A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, what's Vary doing? Well, she's very much in her element here. So she's dancing and she's also providing some of the um, uh, stage lights with just seven um, little dancing lights floating around and, and going uh, around the room. Each one is a different color of the rainbow. Nice. Uh, your stage light is combined with uh, pyrotechnics from a pink-haired gnome girl. Dawn's friend Mox, uh, when they dragged Dawn to this uh, party, they said uh, that Mox is here for the pyrotechnics and Sox is here for the uh, fire safety. <laughs> <laughs> What's Nambi doing? Nambi is uh, probably drinking some uh, beer or something similar. Mm-hmm. She's a little bit nervous, but she's uh, she's going the whole uh, social lubricant uh, sort of route. It is worth mentioning, however, of course, that Nambi, being a goblin who reached maturity at eight years old, Nambi is ten years old. <laughs> oh boy. I imagine you've also got pretty good con, so it's going to take a few drinks. Uh, yes, yes, I, I, I have an 18 in constitution. <laughs> Sorry, I need to get my head around this. What does a 10-year-old goblin look like? <laughs> a 10-year-old goblin is, a, is is basically, yeah, basically a 20-year-old. Yeah, it's like 20-year-old. 20... Yeah. Okay. 2021. 22. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Pick, what's Pick up to? Okay, so um, Pick has... He's managed to make like a, a, a little cosy area out of some of the fabric that's been left behind in the warehouse. Uh-huh. Um, and he's that one asshole party goer <laughs> who, you know the one who always pulls yep. out an acoustic guitar. Yep. Oh, oh at a punk concert, yes. Oh God, is he? Pick has got his loot out. Um, and he's quietly strumming along. He is currently sipping on a very rich cherry liqueur. Um, and he's got like a a, a, yeah. a a couple of hangers on who are just kind of listening in. And he thinks he's the height of sophistication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't know if you noticed, but there's this weird smoke uh, floating fr- all around you from the people uh, hanging out near you. Is he playing Wonderwall? <laughs> 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 now, no, he's playing Miracle Fence. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, I forgot. <laughs> what, what, our, yeah, oh I forgot. This is a previously established fact that Wonderwall uh, is equivalent in this place is Miracle Fence. Miracle yes. Fence, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> then I am definitely playing Miracle Fence by Huasis. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> fabulous. Okay, yeah. So you're uh, dancing. You're having your own show. You're. Uh, <laughs> Turtling up in the back, and uh, the band is playing music, and uh, eventually the song comes to an end, and the crowd cheers, and the singer, she's a halfling trans woman, she yells out, Thank you all! We are Jan and the Saucy Turnips! Once again, I'm Jan, and with me we have Ilona on the bass, and she points to a dragonborn woman, Anatoly on the drums, and she points to a half-orc man, and Niels on the accordion. And a punk band! A punk band with an accordion, awesome! Yeah. Punk's an attitude, man. Yeah. Uh, Nambi will be um, clapping um, enthusiastically. Yeah, Nambi claps enthusiastically. The crowd claps enthusiastically. Everyone's cheering. Everybody's excited. And the singer, Jan, continues. Okay, so our next song is our most requested song. A crowd favorite. And you can feel the crowd getting all excited and stuff. And the song is called... Five randos dancing on a stage! And the crowd erupts again. 
And Jan continues, so, if you've been to our show before, you know how this works. But if you're new, well, let me explain to you a thing. Basically, our dear friend Ilona over here. Can we get another applause for Ilona? <laughs> the bass player, who's a tall, uh, copper dragonborn woman. She steps to uh, the front. Now, Ilona here, she's going to send out five dancing lights, similar to the ones her dear friend Barry has been providing for the show. Thank you, Barry. Hey, everybody, give a hand to our friend Barry. And everybody Ooh. claps again. Slightly less enthusiastically, but you still get a clap. It's like bouncing up and down. <laughs> anyway, she's going to send five dancing lights out into the room. And they're going to zoom, and they're going to twirl, and they're going to swirl all over the place. And then they're going to stop. And wherever they stop, if you're standing under them... You gotta come up on the stage and dance with us. I'm sorry, that's the rules. I didn't make this up. That's the art. So, Ilona, if you will. And Ilona creates five lights and sends them out in a torrent over the crowd. And they bounce all around the hall and eventually they start slowing down. Oki actively uh, avoids the light. <laughs> Oki starts twirling even higher and stepping back. And as the light starts slowing down, the crowd gets more and more excited and they even start pushing people out of the way to get under the light and one of the lights keeps circling further 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 towards the back somebody jumps out of the crowd and almost tackles uh, Oki but he manages to step back and the lights finally stop and the crowds go quiet and you all look up and there's a light above you oh jeez play a little riff hey yeah our man over there is feeling it come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm uh, like it's an open invitation to perform so pick is all over that um and he does a little a, a little skip through the audience mm -hmm. yeah you you get up to do that and uh the singer jan she yells out heck yeah we got our five lucky randos come up on the stage and the crowd cheers and you get swept up and you all get crowd surfed all the way to the front Oh god, Oki is fighting it. <laughs> He's fighting it. <laughs> as soon as the light had, has settled on her, Nambi will have a, a, downed the rest of her pint. <laughs> and she sort of like has this determined look. Right, right, I can do this. As Oki is getting dragged towards the stage, he's just uh, very carefully trying to not spill his water that he still holds in his cup. <laughs> <laughs> My dancing lights are going to go, uh, or five of them, are going to go to different people and uh, they will turn into like a little rainbow flutter around each of us and I'm casting Bless. Oh wait, I can't do it on, four, on five people. How many people can you do it on? don't know. Let's have a look. Three. Okay, I will bless... People who seem to have the least party spirit. How's Dawn looking for party spirit? Good? Well, put it this way. The minute the crowd started surfing him towards the stage, he's jumped up and danced along the hands to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> With an air of, well, of course it would be me. I'll bless myself, Oki, and uh, Nambi. Excellent. Okay, yeah, so you're delivered safely onto the stage. And Jan says, okay, everybody ready? Yeah. And the crowd cheers again. Ready for what? <laughs> Dawn will grab Oki and give him a small shake and just go, just ready for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and Jan points to the accordionist and says, Nils, hit it. And the accordionist starts playing this really awesome riff. And soon the drummer joins in and the bassist joins in. And you see Jan's about to start singing. She takes a breath 
And just before she can start, the front door of the warehouse busts open and you hear someone yell out, Okay, party over! Everybody scram! Aww. A what? And you see a bunch of cops roll into the warehouse, backed up by a basalt lion. An audible sigh of relief. <laughs> cops ruin everything! <laughs> <laughs> and the song ends abruptly and the crowd starts to quickly disperse. From a punk show, I feel like we should be able to turn the crowd against the cops. <laughs> you can try. <laughs> oh. How many cops are there? Quite a bit, quite a bit. I don't have the exact number, but like uh, at least ten. And they have a giant stone lion with them, so... Yeah, okay. Oh, that's always the problem with like magical law enforcement. And Jan yells out, Okay, who the fuck filed a noise complaint? Nobody even lives around here. And the lion is uh, walking through the hall slowly towards the stage, completely unbothered while the crowd is scattering around him. And he says it wasn't a noise complaint. It was a breach of guild contract. And uh, color just drains from Jan's face and the band all look at each other and they nod to each other and Jan just yells out, run! Just <laughs> <laughs> did it. Hell yeah, where are we going? The band, like, the drummer leaves behind uh, his drums and all of them, they, uh, they go to the side to, towards the back entrance. Uh. These warehouses, do they have more than just like the front and the back exit? Uh, yeah, they have, like, one side exit. As they're hustling towards the back, uh, Dawn taps Jan on the shoulder and goes, um, the back way's gonna be guarded. Come on, there's gotta be a side entrance. Jan stops just for a second. Uh, the... Quickly thinks, says, yeah, you're probably right. Everybody pivot to the left! She starts directing all of you to the, to the left, uh, and there's a large door and runners there, and she, uh, pulls it to the side with all four force and she she's uh hurrying everybody through is everybody running or what are you doing are the crowd going as well is it is this just everyone on mass yeah the crowd is scattering at, at first oki is very confused and frozen in place like oh what do i do what do i do but then he starts to follow the crowd yeah <laughs> and uh anatoly who's your who you kind of know he's the one who dragged you to this party he he grabs your hand and says come on oki let's go was was that the drummer yeah Right, yeah, then I'm right behind him. He he drags you by the hand. So yeah, are all of you running or... Uh... Yeah, this is great fun. Who knows where we'll end up. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot stop the party. <laughs> I am the party. <laughs> as soon as the door opens, Dawn's going to pop outside and check to make sure there's no... Yeah, no one's on the side. The door is very rusted and actually made a loud noise as uh, Jan pulled it open. Good thing we have a dragonborn. And Nambi. And Nambi, yeah. And uh, you look behind you and the the lion is making his way towards you. He's not running, he's just walking, you know, completely unbothered. Oh, that... He's far too self-satisfied. Um, Dawn quickly gets his bearings and um, then just goes, follow me, and dashes off down the quickest escape route. Yeah, Dawn dashes away. The rest of you, Jan is uh, holding the door uh, open, so... Is there anything around here where we could hide or conceal ourselves? Probably. It's an old industrial area, so a lot of warehouses in this uh, part of town. Uh, warehouses and uh, factories, and uh, most of them are either they're either abandoned or they're closed for, you know, the CS day. Because it's the holidays. Okay, well, I'm just I'm just following lead at the moment, but I'm looking out for any potential places where we could slip in without being noticed. 
first we need to break line of sight. Yep. Yeah. First you need to break line of sight. Okay, the rest of you were uh okay, you are still being dragged by the drummer and uh, he's actually a bit faster than you are, so you know, he's literally dragging <laughs> you a little bit. Uh-huh. I let myself <laughs> be dragged. <laughs> I have a feeling that Oki's facing the opposite way, though, and it's just being dragged along with his heels, bouncing off the ground, being like, but what's oh, going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because he was surprised and he was uh, spun around so so quickly by his hand that uh, he... <laughs> He's there clutching his drink, one hand on top of it, so it doesn't spill anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, w- w- with, the, with the other, actually, he casts Mage Armor He's being on held. Himself. Cast grease on yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that comes later. Okay, I I drop my water. You drop your water on yourself. Yes. <laughs> so I can cast mage armor on myself. I drop it on myself. It looks like I pissed myself. <laughs> Is it like one of those really crappy red plastic cups? Yeah, of course. It's a student party. It. I'm just following Dawn. Yeah, you're following Dawn. Did you say that the cop was a lion? One of them was a lion, yes. Okay, and that's the one that's that's kind of following us. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought the lion was like not a mascot, but like a like a poli- well, like a police dog, but a lion. No, it's an actual. Okay, cool. He's a stone lion made of basalt. Is this is this common? Like a stone lion? Would we know the name of? Would it have some sort of face? Oh, it's just Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I- actually, actually, his name is Rodion. But I don't know if you'd know that. Given Dawn's other activities, might he? Maybe. I don't think you've run into him, but you know. That's true. Dawn would never be caught. <laughs> Can I cast Minor Illusion to distract him? Sure, yeah. Oh, oh, wait, I actually forgot. There's like a whole mechanic for this. Oh my god. That never gets used, and I was so excited to use it, and then I forgot. Everybody roll initiative, we're doing a chase. Oops. Okay, yep. Well... That'd be a 21. Mine's 18. Mine is 11, I think. Yeah. Mine is 17, and I'm very sad about this. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you all have a, a move and an action. So you can, like, it's move and an action. You can do a dash action, or you can uh, do something else, like um, any spells you want to do. So, uh, first up, pick. You said you wanted to uh, cast Minor Illusion. I did, yeah. Um, what I want to do is I want to try and cast my um, the sound of a lion's roar coming from the other direction to see if that distracts the cop. Yeah, roll me roll me. Uh, what would be for that uh, deception or performance to see if you can make a successfully lion-like roar. Yeah, to sec- this is a successfully sexy roar, yeah. Okay, performance is... And that would be a 23. 23. Rawr. Yeah, and um, by this time you're all out the door. You're running down the the street. The lion's running behind you all. And he's not like sprinting behind you, but you know, he's picked up speed. He's not just walking anymore. Anyways, you make the roar and he stops for a second, looks away confused. Mom, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of a what the fuck gesture, and uh, you gain some distance from him. Okay, so pick. Can you also roll me a d twenty? Just yep. That'll be a six. That's a six. Okay. Yeah. No, you. Uh, nothing happens. So next up is Nambi. Right. I am distinctly lacking in useful things that I can do. <laughs> I don't think uh, bar- barbarian with basic uh, starting equipment is necessarily the 
most useful. I mean, you can just run. Yeah, I, I think at the moment all I, all I can really do is run because, like, I could rage or something, but that will go away if I'm not attacked. Um, so, yeah, okay. So Nambi just runs and she yells, Not the cops! <laughs> yep. Yeah, all of you are running. Um, Jan is the last one in this uh, line of running. All of you are spread out around 10 meters and the line is like 20 meters behind you. So yeah, Nambi keeps running and she uh, she uh, makes it all makes it to the front now. Nambi, you 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 need to roll the twenty again. Uh oh, that's disappointing because it's got like like um, symbols on it. It looked briefly like it might have been a nineteen, but it's a nine with a bat next to it. <laughs> <laughs> bat nine. Bat nine. Bat nine. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, you're running down the street and. You're all running down the street, and uh, from a side alley, a cop steps out, and you uh, run into him. And uh, he he's confused, like, he looks down at you, and he looks up, and he sees uh, the mass of people running at you, and uh, the lion behind all of you, and he it immediately clicks for him, and he says, You! You! Stop right there! So, next up is Dawn. This little goblin girl just ran in front of you and bumped into a cop, and the lion's still running behind you. Dawn takes a moment to look at the line because it's quite a magical curiosity. Can I roll my arcana to figure it out? So that what it is? I'm guessing it's some sort of golem. You, well, you've lived here for a while, so you know what the what the deal is with the lion. What is the deal with the lion? He's just a cop. He's been here for longer than anyone remembers. A few of them have, actually. Is he like a cop or is he like camper security? Like a cop. Okay. High up, actually. Huh. Stone Lion. Yeah, Dawn doesn't particularly want to tangle with that one. Dawn will leg it. Are Mox and Socks around, or have they disappeared? They've disappeared out the other exit. Yeah, they're smart. Good, good. Dawn will dash out the exit and head down. You're all you're all running down the street now already. Uh, once the cop pops out, Dawn will take another alley and sort of gesture everyone to follow him. Let's go. Don't listen to him. Come on, this way. Okay, yeah, Nambi's already run run ahead and she ran into a cop and uh, you hear you hear behind you Don say uh this way and Don pivots out of the way. So I'm counting this as a run action. So roll me the twenty. Uh fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you uh you take down this alley and as you continue running down the alley you uh run into a pack of feral dogs. I think that's the they're fighting over food, uh, looks like something died in the streets and they're uh they're they're descending on it, but yeah. Um, uh, if you want to get through them, you need to roll me an acrobatics check. Okay. So I I presume you make it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I rolled nineteen, so twenty six. Yes. <gasps> yes. Um. I just clear them. I don't even stop. <laughs> no, you just uh parkour. You know, uh, bounce off two walls because it's a pretty narrow alley, and you uh continue on your way. Okay. Very. Uh, it's uh, your turn. Uh, Nambi just ran into a cop. Don just uh, like ran off somewhere to decide what are you doing. Um, can I see? Can I like look for other places to hide? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a dimly lit street, and the alleys around the street are like not lit at all. It's a pretty empty part of town. So I guess what I'll do is I'll follow Dawn then and uh, try and get the dogs to ignore us. Okay, well, how uh, how do you how do you do that? How do you deal with the dogs? Uh, like start talking to them and and like give them some rations. 
Okay, uh, make animal handling, Jack. Throw the rations at the cop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but the cop isn't in that thing yet. Stick the rations in the cop's pants. That is a 14. It's a 14. Well, the dogs are growling at you, but they're not attacking you. So uh, you're kind of in a standoff right now. Yeah, I'll just get through as quick as I can. Yeah, you, you, you slow down, but you make your way around them. Don's already sped off in this time. So, uh, yeah, next up, Oki. Do you want me to roll a d20? Oh, yeah, sorry. Roll a d20, yes. 16. 16. Oki. I have one question for you. Okay. Is there a dumpster in the alley with the dogs? A modern-day New York City-style dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> roll me, um, actually, uh, high or low? Uh, high. High. No. God damn it. I rolled a two. Okay. I was hoping it would be, but mm, such is the nature of the dice. <laughs> well, in that case, you know what? I'm just going to do the straight acrobatics. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, okay, roll. Well, it's a nine. It's a nine. Yeah, you uh, try to run through the dogs, but you uh, accidentally uh, step on one of their uh, tails. And in reaction, it uh, bites you on the butt for uh, two damage. Two damage, okay. Well, at least you're blessed, so if you need to make a con save against rabies, I can do That's gonna be my next roll. <laughs> do I have to give you a d20 roll too? Yes. That's a 16. Yeah, okay. So next up is Jan, actually. It's the the whole band, because I'm just counting him on the same initiative, because I don't want to roll too much. And yeah, and the band just legs it. They see uh, Dawn taking off uh, into that alley. Ilona still has the guitar on her, the bass guitar. Uh, Nils has the accordion on their back. He's just running with it and it's wheezing in his hands. All four of them, Jan and the bass player and the drummer and the accordion player, all four of them, they uh, just speed down the same um, alleyway that Don went and uh, Ilona, she's in the front. She just takes out her guitar. She just swipes at the dogs and uh, pushes them all to the side and they just continue running so and as they turn the corner they yell out Nabby come on and uh, they they followed on down the alley and the lion lion is just keeping pace behind you he seems to be smiling to himself a little bit seems like he's having fun so he's running after you pick what do you do okay so I've turned into this alley now as well yeah sure Um. so are the dogs Still in my way? Are they? Are they still in 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 the way? No, they they kind of scattered after the guitar hit. Okay, and the lion's coming up behind me. Behind, yeah, behind all of you. Okay, all right. So uh, I'm gonna go speeding through the alley, puffing and panting. I'm gonna pull the loot from my back and I'm gonna play a little ditty. Um, <laughs> well, I'm gonna turn around and play a little ditty, and I'm gonna cast sleep on the lion. That's a choice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, roll roll for it. Okay. Um Actually, you know what? I'm just going to go out and say it. he looks pretty big and bad. So, you're thinking like in game terms he's got more HP than you can muster at this level. Okay, in which case, I turn around, I pull off the loot from my back. I go to mm -hmm. play. I look at the the lion and I <laughs> shit myself and run. Go, nope, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> 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 Do I need to roll a d20? Yes, uh, so you just run. Yeah, you continue running. Roll a d20. That is a 13. 
13. Okay, so Nambi, it's your turn. There's a cop right next to you. He just told you to, to stay right there. What, like in front of me? Yeah, in front of you. You kind of ran into him. Okay, in which case I tried to spin on my heel and turn back to where they'd gone around the corner, down the alley. Because I was ahead of them, I probably didn't see them, but I heard them. Yeah, and uh, Jan, when she ran into the alley, she yelled out to you specifically, so you you know where they went. So, okay, you run away from the cop. Um, does a five hit your AC? Uh, no. No. God, I dread to think who who a five would hit. <laughs> <laughs> like, there were some magic mushrooms in a cave that had a five AC, but yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, he tries to grab you, but you're too small and too fast, and you just run away from him. Good, good. And the cop holds his hat and says, "No, I, I, I told you to stay right there." And uh, he, he takes, uh, he takes after you, takes off after you. Uh, Nambi, roll me, roll me d twenty. Oh, Nambi yells after him. Cops are bastards! <laughs> Heck yeah! And um, I got twelve. You got twelve. This little goblin mouthing off to this <laughs> copper. <as it> was. <laughs> Fuck the police! <laughs> You'll never take me alive, copper. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, Dawn, it's your turn. Dawn is going to wait for everyone to catch up. Okay, yeah, you're quite ahead of them. Um, You've actually run down the alley and you've reached uh, another large street by now. While Dawn is waiting, he's going to plan an escape route away from this entire area. Okay. And also, he's going to look around to see if there's any way that everybody can get up onto the roofs. Hmm. Okay, roll me perception. Um, 11 plus 4 is 15. 15. Uh, yeah, this street is a bit busier. This is the street that is uh, leading out of the industrial part of the town into the residential part of town. So uh, there's a few carts in this street and there's uh, some some people are walking. So there it isn't an empty street and it's pretty well lit. But uh, anyways, across the street you uh, see... Uh, there's like one of the factories and it has a fire staircase. Okay. From the roof of that, would we, Dawn Reckon, be able to escape off further into the city? You can't tell from here, but at least you could hunker down for a bit. All right, Dawn will wait for everyone to catch up and then when everyone is caught up, he will lead them off away from the cop. Okay. Okay, Very. it's your turn. Yeah, I'm just gonna... Yeah, I'll cast guidance on myself. Okay. Try and follow Dawn, keep his place. Because he seems to know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, you uh, run up to Dawn. So where where exactly are you waiting? Just on the end of the... Um, yeah, in the shadows around the entrance to the alley. Yeah, yeah, there's a bit of a, a roof from one of the buildings and there's like a few barrels there so we can hunker down next to the barrels for the time being. Yeah, you hunker down next to Dawn. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry, can you explain the roof and barrel situation again shortly for me real quick? Yeah, you're still in the alley. Dawn is at the end of the alley next to some barrels. The street is kind of busy. And um, across the street is like a fire escape thing that uh, Dawn saw. Stairs that lead up to the roof. Yeah. Okay. And it's a flat roof, which you don't really see a lot of in the city. But yeah. Right. H- how how high up is it? Like two stories. Okay. So that's what I what I yeah that's that's what I'm doing. I try to climb up the climb up the stairs. Okay. Um. Okay, okay, you see uh you see Dawn and Very hunkering down next to the next to some barrels at the end of the alley and uh Dawn will gesture to him to come join them. Well I am not. <laughs> I'm climbing up the stairs. 
You kind of book it across the street. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, roll me, roll me dexterity to see how you avoid uh, a card that just. Okay. Uh, that's an eighteen. Is it full of fruit? No, it's like a horse-drawn cart. But it's not got fruit in it. No. No. no it, Never mind. It's got some uh, sacks of stuff. Yeah, you managed to uh, stop yourself just before the cart rolls past you, so you, you just avoid uh, getting your toes uh, rolled over, and then you continue um, booking it across the street. I yell, parkour! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Roll me d20. I will. A 15. A 15. Okay, cool. So next up, uh, the band runs up uh, after all of you. They uh, hunker down with next to Dawn. And uh, Jan says to Dawn, Okay, so if we can hunker down for a second, we can we can try to follow the crowd and we can blend into the crowd across the bridge over there. Dawn nods. That sounds good to me. How do we know they're not tracking you, though? They managed to find you. Yeah, it was a concert. Come on. Well... Stone Boy doesn't seem to be in much of a rush. Alright, everyone across the street, we go up onto the roof, and then we're aiming for the crowd. Yeah, and the the line seems to be picking up uh, a bit more speed now, so... You mean the Stone Boy? Yeah, the Stone Boy. So, uh, pick. Stone Boy! Your turn, you're still running up the... Alright, so I'm going to come bursting out of this alley, and I just want to immediately um, sort of come around the corner and I am going to put up my cowl and wrap uh, my cloak around me and just kind of slide down the wall and just pretend to look like a vagrant as if I'm not there. Okay, okay. Oh, um, roll me stealth but with charisma? Stealth with charisma, okay. So that would be a 23. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Pick runs into the street and he turns the corner. He turns the corner away from you, actually. And he goes invisible. And uh, you blink and suddenly Pick is not there. There's just some random hobo there. Dawn sort of mutters to himself, well, whatever works, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, should I roll d20? Yeah, you should roll d20. That'd be an 8. That'd be an 8. Yeah, Nambi, uh... You uh, reach the end of the alley and you uh, run face first into a hobo. It's Pick. Pick, uh, a, a pink-haired goblin girl, just runs into you. And squeaks slightly. Eep! Also, I should I should probably mention it's a detail that it doesn't really affect much right now, but uh, it, there's snow on the ground. So, and there's like uh, snow piles at the uh, edge of the road. So, uh, Jimmy, did you say you were a half-elf? Um, halfling. Halfling. Oh, damn it. Halfling. Damn it. I was going to say if he was a half-elf, I would hide under his cloak, because I'm tiny, but that doesn't work <laughs> if you're a halfling. No, I'm tiny as well. Damn! Um, <laughs> well, you're both small, technically. Yeah, but... Yeah. Maybe you could climb on my shoulders and we could just get big. Ooh! A falling. <laughs> I mean... The problem is the cops are also looking for some tall people. Nambi is an urchin, so she knows the streets of the city. That's part of her thing. She has city city secrets. Okay, yeah. Since an adventuring party came to a goblin village and killed everybody, uh, Nambi grew up on her own in the streets uh, of the city. Okay. She knows the, this town quite well. So um, uh, she'll grab Pick's hand and say, This way! I know somewhere we can hide! 
Because I'm going to say I do. Okay, yeah, sure. Where are you hiding, though? Right, I will know an alleyway somewhere that's quite small. The others could probably follow, but they might have to. Well, the, the others are planning to go up a fire escape on a roof, so... But you wouldn't know that, so... Yeah, I did know somebody was going for a roof, but yeah. Uh, but, but because, yeah, we're both small, so I'm going to find somewhere that, as my uh, my tiny little goblin body uh, is used to, like, finding the small places to hide and, and sneak through. So, yeah, she takes Pig's hand and you... um. Roll me, um, oof, we we don't have streetwise in this game, do we? Uh, no. It, the, anyways, yeah, no, what would you roll for that? You see, I don't know, because it, it can't really, it's, it, I feel like it would be something really annoying, like history, which I wouldn't know. I mean, we always roll history for everything, so, you know. It's stealth or survival, surely. Yeah, no, you're right, actually, it's survival. I mean, you could argue that we needed to stealth around the corner. I'm saying survival is a good thing because it's, you're ba- it's basically finding a way. Yeah, sure. I'm not very good at survival. I only have plus one in it. Well, you know, you don't need plus 20 for everything, you know? Not everybody can be done. <laughs> okay, I rolled a, I rolled a 14. You rolled a 14. You know that if you take the next alley to the left and then... Uh, around the house there's like a bit of a nook uh on a stair down to a basement where you can sort of hunker down for a second or two if you need so yeah you uh take pig's hand and you dra- drag him behind you right do i need to roll a d20 oh uh, yeah roll a d20 uh 13 13 we had a 13 i think okay so dawn it's your turn dawn looks around to see who's left sees the Four members of the party have decided to try and save themselves. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> um, three, technically. Three, sorry. And goes... And the band The band is uh, still with you. Vary and band are still with you. Looks at, yeah, looks at Jan and just goes, Okay, three, two, one. That alley, go. And we all leg it together. Yeah, you leg it. Oki's already ahead of you. Uh, Vary, you, you can leg it too if you want. Uh, the band legs... After you, you time it so there's exactly one card uh, rolling after you. So uh, it kind of obscures you from the view just as you turn around the corner. And as you all turn around the corner, the lion walks out of the alley with the other cop just running after him. I I, I think they went that way. And the cop points uh, in just a random way that is in no way the right way. So yeah, I'm going to need everybody to roll me a stealth check now. The ones of you that went for the stairs, you reached the stairs, you can start climbing the stairs if you want, but right now the lion is out in the alley looking around for you, so everybody roll me stealth. I got a four. You got a four. I got a 13 with guidance. This is my new favorite dice. Hey! Hey! I got 23, again. Wow. I got 11. Dawn? Uh, I got 19. I didn't roll well. Very? 13. Okay, so Nambi and Pick, you successfully dug down an alley. Uh, the other three of you, plus the band, you uh, start making your way up the fire escape. Oki, you um, trip as you're running up the stairs and you, you let out a loud ouch and uh, the lion turns his head towards the direction where the ouch came from. But fortunately, the lion has the other cop with him and the cop is like, no, look, I swear, I swear, they went that way. And the lion just groans and rolls his eyes and uh okay let's check that way then and uh, the two of them walk off that way because the lion rolled a two (laughs) (laughs) that was very lucky yes 
So yeah, you hunker down for a minute until the lion and the other cop, they walk down the street. It's times like this that I regret wearing such bright colors. <laughs> okay, maybe not that much. You should never regret wearing dark colors. Uh, bright colors. <laughs> Dawn smooth the lime greens flank of his coat. <laughs> I should have never left my room. <laughs> it's quite cosy down here, isn't it? It's not bad. Little decoration. Quite similar to a place where I used to live. Will you two stop nesting? <laughs> like, the two of them are in a different place than the three of you. Not a dirty hole, but a hole in the ground. Ha <laughs> yes. Not one with sand, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, after a minute, Niels is like, should we, should we go find the other two? The other two randos? <laughs> we randos! <laughs> I believe they have names. Not that I'd be able to tell you them. Hey, you might know mine. I'm a fashion designer. Uh, I... Are you a good one, though? <laughs> roll me something. Roll me something. Roll, roll, roll me... I want um... to be a good fashion designer? Oh. Um, um, uh... It's just a charisma roll, I would have thought. What about, what about charisma plus uh, tool proficiency? Oh, damn it. I don't have tool proficiency. I, I can design you have and now. I can't make. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah. It makes Excellent. sense. Excellent. Well, there there isn't a fashion design tool set in the book, so, you know. I think there's like weavers or something. Yeah, there's definitely... Um, t- is there a tailor's kit? Sure. If you're studying that, you have proficiency that now. Okay, so that is plus five. So, yay. That is 18. Yeah, you're right. She she's right. I'm not top of my class though, so you probably don't pay a lot of attention. She's not top of her class. She's probably not going to be on the runways of Tarish real soon, but uh I mean, if she has a unique style, then that would certainly caught Dawn's interest, but Oh, she definitely does. Unique is a word for it. Yes. Yes. What is the <laughs> style, dare I ask? Well, I think uh, I think she likes bright colors. And bold patterns. Chest windows for all the male outfits. <laughs> yes, 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 but yes. Chest windows on all, all male outfits, but mm-hmm. not on the female ones. No, <laughs> the female ones probably have some weird window in a place that doesn't make sense. Belly button windows. I mean, sure. Hell, they all have belly button windows. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think she appeared on your radar. Yeah. You you notice me. You might not know my name, maybe, but you you do know who I am. Fair enough. Dawn knows who you are. Yay! My life is complete. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but contain yourself. <laughs> okay, so yeah, are you gonna find the other two randos or? Uh... Dawn pokes his head over the uh, edge of the building and tries to see where they've gone. Roll perception to see if they're in line of sight. Can I do that as well? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, anyone who wants to can roll. Well, they've got a good view from above, haven't they? Uh, natural 20. It's a quite narrow alley, but maybe it's just in the right position to see down it. I rolled a 19 because I've got a plus 7 to perception. Okay, yeah. Uh, you walk around the flat roof to peek your head out. Uh, the line is still gone. And, um, you know, from from a certain angle, like from a corner of a building, you know, stretching out kind of far a bit, uh, you do see a, a pink dot somewhere uh, down some stairs next to a cellar. So As soon as Dawn spots them, he'll hustle everyone downstairs and just stroll up and be like, not bad. 
Yeah, uh, and uh, Vary sees them too, because Dawn, Dawn's like, oh, look, they're over there. And then she leans out, and yeah, you can see them too, because you both rolled pretty high. So, yeah, you all make your way down the stairs, and you go uh, pick the two of them up. Dawn does a quick head count. Do we have everybody now? Yeah, everybody's here. And Jan says, okay, we need we need to regroup. Um, So my pad is right across the bridge, pretty much, so... I think we should make a pit stop there and uh, we can think about how to proceed. I don't think the line is done with us yet. What were they saying about the guild issue? I'll explain everything, okay? Well, surely... All right. Surely they'll be watching your place, though. Yes. Uh, where else should Where else should we go? Um, uh, Dawn looks at everybody and then just sighs and goes, Okay, you can all come back to mine. Ooh. I bet yours is fancier than mine. Yeah, we get to see Don's place. Oh, I want to see Don's place. Jan says, well, where is it? Is it, is it close? It's close enough, but our friend is right. You, they will definitely be watching your place if they're anywhere half competent. Okay. Well, then I guess, uh, lead the way, fancy boy. Keep up, half point. Okay, yeah, and you, uh, you also cross the bridge. It's actually near the obelisk large onyx obelisk in the city. The obelisk is on the main square and like a, a few streets away is uh, Dawn's pad. So, Dawn, where do you live and what does it look like? Dawn has the penthouse. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. Of a apartment block. The buildings aren't super tall. It's probably like four floors at the most. Yeah. Four or five floors, so probably, yeah. I was thinking about four, yeah. As you go up the stairs... And he opens the door. It's a very wide, open-plan space. Above, there is a second floor, uh, which ends halfway across the room, and there are two massive trees, which are growing in either corner. And they come up, and their branches interlink and overlap, and they basically form another level on the same plane as the half-floor. The first, the Latrium, is a standard, um, like meet and greet hall um it's quite small there's a few coats that have sort of been tossed onto hooks and you go forward into the main room along one side is uh mannequins all with a different outfit on and under the branches there's sort of like a uh social area with lots of big squishy sofas and a low table in the middle of it and that's under all the branches and you can't see the rest yet Nambi is completely going to like run over and my- admire the outfits on the mannequins. And in fact, probably the mannequins, because I expect that they're quite high-quality mannequins. Yes, they probably are. On the other side of the room, there's uh, a long desk on which there is a collection of notes, weird, odd items, some magical, some not. And next to that, making use of like the end of the desk, is a huge, tall uh, mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And to anyone paying attention, you catch Dawn's just slide over to it whenever he enters. Oh, he definitely has a mirror above his bed, doesn't he? (laughs) You haven't got to that room yet. (laughs) I kind of picture him having like a library with a secret like, passageway in it, leading to his dungeon. Oh, I wish. I wish. And there's plenty of, like, folding screens around to um, break up the big open plan. 
Um, he surreptitiously just hooks a pair of underwear off the top and throws it uh, behind out of sight. Um, might have been his, might not, not sure. You're a student, so do you have like a thing so that you can hang like milk out the window to keep it cold? <laughs> no, because although he's a student, he's not poor. Okay. And on that note, Pick is looking for a drinks cabinet. Ooh. Yes. Uh-huh. I cast Detect a Drinks Cabinet. Yes. Yeah. Roll me perception. Okay. Perception. I have good perception. Oh no. I rolled a two. That's a nine total. Yeah, I got a ten. You got ten. You're so overwhelmed by the opulence of this place that you can't even fathom where you would even go look for a drinks cabinet. Very just like, there, I found it. And then she opens it and it's a dresser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what falls out of the dresser? I want to know. A collection of hat pins, <laughs> some various like clothes clips and things like that. And from out of the back sort of topples the half of a whip. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes clunk on the floor. Of course it does. Of course it does. Yeah, and uh, you all uh, step into the apartment and... Come in, come in. Settle yourself down. Like, the band is all uh, a bit taken aback, but they make their way in. But Jan is just standing there at the entrance and her jaw on the floor and she's looking around and she says, Are you? Mm. Sorry, Don, are you? Are you? Are you? Are you rich? Dawn gives Jan a sort of class three smolder. Oh, God. um, (laughs) And walks over to her and just... Puts her jaw back into place with the tip of his tail and goes, um, well, you can't stand in the doorway all night. Come on. This, this goes against, no, Dawn, I just, like, you're a great guy, but this goes against everything I believe in. Yeah, she's punk. She doesn't. Punk is an attitude, not a space of being. Also, would you rather go out and take your chance with the cop? I mean, come on. No, no, I'll, I'll come in. Just like, I, I didn't have this picture about you. I, I have to say, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Really? I mean, look at him. Well, I knew he was rich, but like, she she just sort of shakily points at, at the two trees. <laughs> Oki seeks out the bathroom and opens the door. I was like, wow, this room is bigger than my entire flat. Yeah. <laughs> Oki, Oki, can you get your head out of the uh, tower cupboard, please? <laughs> <laughs> Nambi is still, like, hasn't taken in anything beyond the mannequins with the outfits, and she's investigating them, and she'll say, these, these are um, amazing, is this, and she wants to, like, try and, can I roll something to see if I know a designer, like, a real fancy designer that might be, uh, that might be something he has, what can I roll? Uh, roll, uh, I don't know, history. Oh, I should have got some history, that's a 14. Yeah, yeah, you recognize the designer. You can't really, uh, like the name, uh, it's on the tip of your tongue, but you can't really. Mm. Oh, do I know where they're from or like any information about, oh, yes, it's that one designer and they, that. Yeah, yeah, they're one of the top designers here in Tarish. She's an elven woman. Is that that elf lady? Oh, God, I can't remember her name. Um, oh, we were studying, uh, her work. Uh, and, and help me out here, Dawn. Dawn is sort of watching this with an indulgent smile. And he turns to a small little brazier and takes a few um, splints of wood and chucks them on and this smoke starts to come out of it. And it's scented almost like sandalwood. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop being so extra, Don! <laughs> uh, Don cut and sort of like looks at it almost carelessly and goes, yep, that is an original year yet, sir. 
And she's just like, her, her eyes are like wide. And she's sort of like, can I touch it? Wash your hands first. Nambi immediately goes off to find a like, basin or something to wash her hands in. Dawn gestures towards the spiral stairs, which are in the corner of the room. Or you can climb the tree, but I'm guessing you'd prefer the stairs. I mean, honestly, uh, uh, honestly, Nambi's from the like, like a goblin village. Probably can climb <laughs> trees fairly well. Her, um, her athletic, her, yeah, her athletics is plus four, but she's going to take the stairs and she's going to because she wants to do it quickly. She's going to run right up the stairs and she's gone for like the absolute minimum amount of time that it would take to get there and wash her hands and dry them, and is immediately back. What you find up there is your own fault. Oh, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and she goes oh, she's like, oh, and she sort of like puts her hand out really like cautiously just like one finger touches it oh, it's silk this, oh, and she's like just like completely out of it <laughs> she's just totally focused on it you're not going to get any sense out of her for the next few minutes Dawn looks at Nambi like she's a raver that's taken too much MDMA <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, sort of looks around at the others and goes, "So drinks? Yes, I have. I, I will have a water, please. <laughs> yes, you will, my friend. Yes, you will. I lost mine in the chase. Look at my pants. <laughs> and yeah, his pants do, do look like he he peed himself. Is it obvious? Like, is he wearing bright colors with a dark stain? Sort of, yeah. Dawn sort of sighs. He goes over to one of the shelves which line the side of the room and opens it and this sort of drinks cabinet folds out of it. Um, And he waves a lazy hand and goes, knock yourself out before taking Oki and taking him over to a dresser and sort of straightening him up, puts him in the mirror and goes, well, take them off. Oki starts sweating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, excuse, Excuse me? Your trousers. Take them off. <laughs> Normally I wouldn't be so forward, but you seem to need the uh, bluntness. Oki is not taking off his trousers, as you say. I think I think I'm keeping on to my to my pants for now, thank you. They're dirty and wet. You can't keep them on. Look, I have some lovely sarongs. Uh, Oki is very uncomfortable, and he is trying to wriggle out under under Dawn's grip or whatever, <laughs> since he, like, took me over. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, Dawn won't force him to do it if he doesn't want to, but he's just... No, 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 of course. ...guiding him over and just holding him with a, with a gaze, going, Would you like to change out of the clothes? Uh, no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty comfortable, thank you. Dawn takes one of the folding screens and moves it to shield both of them, and goes... Now it's just you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me see if there is like a panicky spell that I can just throw out here. (laughs) While this is all going on, Pick is mixing drinks. Yeah, yeah, he is. And uh, the band is there with you. Um, They're all plopped themselves down on couches under the trees. And Jan comes up to you and just says, yep, just keep on coming. Yeah, I just just take an assortment of different spirits and just... Start mixing up, dishing out. Mm-hmm. What are the musicians doing? Just kind of, kind of sitting, kind of staring in front of themselves into their drinks. The drummer uh, Anatoly, he puts his drink aside and he he just um, puts his face in his hands, like, "Where am I gonna get new drums?" Yeah, that's tough. 
Well, you can't exactly take them when you're running, can you, I suppose? No. I wonder if they'll impound them or whatever. Hey. Yeah, and Ilona's actually uh, cleaning blood off the guitar because she smashed some dogs on the way and... Uh... Jesus. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> the guitar is full, is covered in dog blood. <laughs> I mean, it's not covered. It's just you know a bit of a bit like a drop in some hair. Okay. Well, uh, I think we were promised an explanation. Tell us the story of our unfortunate party. Need to get okay undressed. <laughs> Dawn shouts from over the uh, folding screen. Pierce, I I will um, loudly like yell to pick. Uh, did you get that water ready for me? Pick um, goes. Uh, yep, and just adds a bit more of a clear looking beret. Into the glass. <laughs> <laughs> then I I escape from the, the 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 cover that you put up the the room divider or whatever it is. From be- I escape from behind that and go to pick to pick up my I go to pick to pick up my. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh! Okay, one second. Um, and he just flourishes it with a little umbrella. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. Dawn looks over what um pick is doing. Goes, you fancy a job? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are these? This is just a mere thing I picked up. You say you can do better? I haven't even started yet, Sunshine. Hey! <laughs> hey! A sort of ripple goes through Dawn's floor. Goes, I love it when a man talks dirty to me. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dawn says, turning around and doing a little flourish. Welcome to my abode. I believe that our friend wanted a story. And he looks pointedly at the band members. Yeah, and they all kind of look at each other and... No pressure, just... And Jan says, yeah, well, so here's the thing. When we started this band, we never thought it would be, like, a big deal or anything. You know, we were just a bunch of college kids messing around with music. I mean, but, you know, as soon as you start making music, the guild hall basically descends upon you, or how would I put it? They found out we were making music and we had to sign a contract with them or... We wouldn't be allowed to play, and we wanted to play, so we signed it. But the terms of the contract, they're they're too stiff, you know? We Basically, we weren't allowed to play. We were barely making any profits, and there was a monthly membership to pay. And then any profits we did to make, we had to give a percent of that, and then there was limited time on when and where we could perform, and just... That sucks. That sounds quite familiar to most of the guilds I've met in this city. Yeah, well, they all learned their tricks from one another, I guess. It's how they keep the people down, you know? Yes. And they didn't like the kind of music we were playing. That we were too... What was the word they used? Ilona pipes up and says, disruptive. And Jen says, yeah, they said we were too disruptive. Oh, it should be disruptive. Yeah, I think so too. But you know, it's, it's not the terms of our contract, so, you know... We sort of started doing our own thing, you know. It's this first, and then they'll come for the theatre society, and then we'll all be screwed over by this nonsense. And they sent the cops after us. What the hell? I agree, the cops seem a little excessive. Is there anything you're not telling us? Not really. I mean, it was a long time coming, I guess. We've been sort of um, doing secret concerts and, well, not that secret, I guess. Not secret enough! Not secret enough, you got that right, Namby. What would they do is... I know, we're gonna have to pay fine, but we can't afford fine. Looks around the room. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to pay the fine and we'll probably be banned from ever making music again. But you guys are the life of the party. 
I know. This water tastes kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) Dawn takes a lazy sniff of one of the uh, trenders of smoke which is curling through the room and goes, they fine you every time you play. Well, they would, but, you know, it's not the first time we ran away from them. How much is the fine? Too much. (laughs) I just wish there was a way to get out of this contract. Yeah. Well, you could buy yourself out. Have you considered murder? (laughs) 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 Oh, man, it's always a quiet one. Yes! (laughs) Clearly, goddamn. Dawn blinks slightly and goes, I'm sorry, okay, did you cough on your drink? No, 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 I said, have you considered murder? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, still not sounding better the second time around. Um, I I was just wondering if they had considered the possibility of murdering the ones that have wronged them. Let's leave murder as... A plan V. I'm gonna reach over and take his cup. <laughs> yeah, good idea. It's like, yeah, um, I'll be hanging on to this for now. I'll get you another one. Uh, thank you. This one was getting uh, warm. I don't think murder is the right idea here. Like, thank you for the suggestion, but. I'm just spitballing, you know. If I could just intervene for a moment. Seems to me that we've got two options. One is you pay the fine, and obviously, will you be able to then play? No. So you still you're you're still stuck in the contract. I think the only way of really getting out of this is to um, we need to create a legend. We need to make you so big that they can't touch you. Ah! Dawn sort of grins as this comes more to fruition as it follows exactly what he was going to say. Oh, pick! That's amazing! Yeah, so I think what what this needs... Well, first of all, you've got to lie low. We can't have you, you know, out and about because you are going to get yourselves into trouble. So, you know, if you can bear hanging around here for a bit, then maybe what we can do is create your legend. Send out some whispers through the city, through the town, big you up, talk about you in places where people might be interested in and excited in what you've got to do. You said it yourself. You've only been playing to the students. How do you know that there aren't people out there who are willing to listen to you or will believe enough of the hype that they'll be screaming your name? At that point, what can what could the guild do? You become an asset. Well, that's all good and well, but I kind of don't want to be an asset to the establishment like no offense but what better way to stick it to the establishment by making them rely on you not associating with the establishment in the first place yeah but without the establishment you don't have an audience yeah how are the proletariat going to appreciate you as artists if they can't um if if they if they can't hear you play but they have been hearing us play that's the whole problem people love us and the guild doesn't like that and we're not allowed to Put on performances anywhere. You're not allowed to tell them you're putting on. Just because it's not allowed doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Yeah, but what I mean is we can't get a lot of people to come to an illegal concert and we can't afford to rent out like a a theatre or something that would be approved. But that's the thing. We don't have to. All we need to do is is create the illusion of a big band, a a big concert. We, We just have to build up the interest. Whether you play or not is entirely up to you. But what we need to do is we need to make sure that the guild realise that they can't mess with you. They can't silence you if you're the most popular band in the town. Exactly what my little goblin friend said. 
Dawn is sort of tapping his finger on the side pensively and goes, I mean, could create the legend and do the show. Think about it. Think about it. We could get the best opera house in town. That's the Guild Hall. Uh, where is the second best one, then? <laughs> Preferably one in direct competition. <sighs> right now, it's Lucia's day and everybody's out on the... Everybody's out partying on the streets. I think the biggest audience we could get would be by the obelisk, actually. Ah, no. I have a better idea. No. (laughs) Checha dreads the words. (laughs) Everyone's already out partying. All we need to do is bring the band to them. And all we need for that is a big enough wagon. If we set up the, the cart like a stage, and then we put it by the obelisk... The idea is to keep mobile so we don't get caught. Yeah, I know, but we can move from there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, we just found the rowdiest crowd and start there. So what, playing while you go around? Well, sort of. You're on the car, you rock up to the nearest loud gathering, start playing, get a bit of a following, move on, take that following with you, and the crowd grows and grows and grows. Well, that's all good and well. I don't know, I think that would only make the Guildmaster only double down on it, you know? If he brought in a lion, I don't know how much further it can go from there. Well, I guess our only other option is to negotiate. I mean, if murder is off the table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, Jan takes a, takes a sip of her drink. You know, I'm starting to reconsider. Why don't we just steal the contract? If there's no proof of said contract. That what? That. And she downs her drink and's like, pick, hit me up. I need another. You got it. I actually saluted then as well. I know saw it, but... <laughs> Amazing. Have you got a copy of the contract? Uh, and she she looks around to her bandmates, and they all look around to each other, and like nobody here's a law major, right? No shame. Look, lawyers are basically cops, and none of us are fucking cops. Yeah. Like, fuck the cops, those bastards. Cops are just doing their job. Yeah, and their job is to kick people out for playing music, to arrest them, to charge them so much money that's forced into poverty. It's nonsense. Oh, don't get me wrong, it is completely nonsense. But you know what, Don? I think you might be onto something, dear. Like, Don, you're rich. Maybe you have a lawyer? Rich people have lawyers, right? Do I have a lawyer? Don sort of frowns to himself for a second. Maybe... Like, my only fear is that we'll get implicated in the whole thing. Like, we already have cops on us because of, you know, breach of guild contract. Like, I I don't want to have cops on us for theft, you know? I mean, like, I'm not above stealing, but, you know, just... Well, then why don't you do the gig to give yourself an alibi and we'll get the contract? Would that work? Well, they wouldn't be able to do you for it. You'd have a solid alibi and be causing civil disruption, which is my favorite kind of alibi. (laughs) Hmm. An alibi that gets you in trouble is usually better than one that doesn't. Uh, Dawn nods. Wise words. The alibi has to be less serious than the crime you're trying to get out of. (laughs) Are you sure you don't have a law minor? (laughs) You don't have a what? A minor in law. I don't know, maybe Nambi's taken like one class of law because for the hell of it. (laughs) Sure. Well, I've been flitting around courses, so it's quite possible that I might have taken a little bit of law. Yeah. You took copyright law. You took law so you could learn about copyright. (laughs) Well, you know, what kind of law does a musician need to have? Copyright law seems to be the... And contracts. And apparently contract law. Yeah, contract law. You know, 
That's true. Musicians I mean, sign, yes. Musicians sign contracts. I mean, it's not like we were given much choice in signing it, but still, you know, hmm. sign now. So, what were the exact circumstances of what of how you signed it? Was it signed under duress? Does it matter if we destroy it? Then we just deny there was a contract in the first place. They can't prove otherwise. Should we go break into the guild? Yes, yes, we should. Yeah. Crack open the pretty dresses and floral bonnets. <laughs> I would not be seen dead in floral. I think I will need one of one more of these funny tasting waters before I'm up for that. <laughs> but like, no, I mean, we could pose as a prospective band, couldn't we? And then while the band are playing their gig, I've dabbled in the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> so have I. Oh, you meant the. <laughs> Damn it, I didn't take any musical instrument proficiencies. That's okay, you're the singer. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> With my voice! Oh. oh, maybe it's like one of those metal bands where they've got a sweet, sweet looking uh, girl at the front and then suddenly this voice comes out and it's like this roaring monster. <laughs> I mean, that's basically how Jan and the Saucy Turnips are. <laughs> you sing like Freddie Mercury doing a falsetto. That could work. Pretty much like that. I'm good at lying to people, so yeah, why not? Right, so you're our manager. Okay. I'm into it. Sounds about right. I'm pretty intimidating. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> no. No, because you have a sense of self-preservation. Yeah, well, Nambi has 18 in strength and 18 in constitution and an intimidation of plus four. Yeah, she's a tiny beefcake and she's also got sharp teeth. Yep. Because goblins have sharp teeth. It's true. So, someone needs to find us a cart, we need to pose as a band, and we need to rob someone. Sounds like a great night. Hey, Don! Can we, can we dress up? Can we dress up in your stuff? If we're a band, we should look cool. Ooh. I mean... Yeah, I bet you've got lots of good stuff. I mean, you probably don't have anything to fit me, but I'm kind of dressed a bit like a band member anyway. Maybe a scarf? I don't know. Yeah, well, how, what, are you, what are you wearing? I'm a fashion design major who likes bold patterns and bright colours going to a punk concert, so I'm guessing that I'm fairly outrageously dressed to begin with. Which I was thinking of when I was trying to stealth down the streets. Dawn gets you some, uh, like, a checkered scarf that you can wrap around yourself. Does Dawn have, like, a badass leather vest and a bandana? A gold sequin vest or something? Uh, no, it'd be fishnet. It would definitely be fishnet. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> um, no, it wouldn't be fishnet. There'd be no point. He has fur. It would just look weird. Ooh, we all need fake names. Or stage names. You can call me Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay Yes, but are you like one of these um, Postmodern ones and spell it with a zero and a K Wow, are you reading my mind? <laughs> I will be called Wanda Binderson Dawn raises a claw and goes uh, You can't be called that Why? Uh, just It would give A copyright claim <laughs> <laughs> What would be a good fake name for a goblin musician? Mizzy! Yeah! <laughs> I'll be Mizzy Ib. Mizzy Ib. Mizzy and the Misfits? Mizzy and the Misfits, huh? Can I be one of the Misfits? <laughs> <laughs> it would be hard not to. Okay, so you're all getting dressed up, you're all getting changed uh, to pose as a band. What are you all dressed in? 
Hi, my name is Oki. <laughs> I can fucking oh see God. the aviators on that accent. I'm sorry. Yes. I play the triangle. <laughs> ding, ding, motherfuckers. <laughs> Oki is now wearing like a, a full leather outfit. Uh, uh-huh. No shirt, just like the leather vest. Yes. So uh, he's like, uh, he doesn't like button it up. Mind you, it's cold outside. That doesn't matter. So he has he has this leather vest on. It's not like <laughs> zipped up or buttoned up or whatever. So you can see his like uh-huh. stomach. And yep. he has these tight leather pants on. He has the aviators. He's He has a bandana around his head, a red bandana. Uh, he yes, styled yeah. up his hair. Oh, and he has a he has a mustache suddenly. He didn't have a beard at all before. But now he has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> but one of those gross thin ones. Think like uh, Billy from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, like the November Jan. Oh, yeah, like <laughs> like November Jan. And, and he has like... <laughs> so he has a he has a leather belt on in, uh, with his whole leather outfit. And in the belt loop, he carries like a dozen different triangles of different sizes. Ah, yes! <laughs> right. The important question is, did Dawn dress you or did you dress yourself? I I dressed myself. <laughs> would Dawn dress no, him like that? Yes, Probably no. not. Yes. <laughs> yes no, let's, let's say Dawn dressed me. Dawn dressed me. Dawn feels like he needs to get out of his comfort zone and live a little. He would absolutely dress him in that. Okay. Vary, what are you wearing? I'm gonna steal whatever the fanciest suit Dawn has is. Yeah, there's like a rainbow suit in there. Don't think she'll wear it. Aww. Aww. That's real life Cora brand. Yeah, it, it is. I actually have one. She's trying to be, uh, like, to look like a manager, so she's gonna wear, like, maybe a pinstripe suit, and she's gonna say, my name is Freya Ironbeard, manager extraordinaire. Because she's an anthropologist. Doesn't really get that that's a dwarf name. <laughs> <laughs> Nambi, what are you wearing? Uh, I think she was already wearing real tight leather pants, like leather trousers, and uh, frilly over-the-top blouse with bits and like lots of detail on it. It'll be pink like her hair. She was previously wearing a jacket to make to like downplay it, mm-hmm. but uh, now she's used a belt to attach loads of like scarves around her waist. So it's like over the black uh, leather trousers. She's got like as many brightly coloured scarves around her as possible and they're all sort of like hooked over the belt in a way that they just sort of go like knee length. So she's got like like a, a skirt made out of scarves. Okay. Pick, what are you wearing? I was actually going to go for something very, very similar to Nambi. Ah! Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think he's going to be called Chase Tails. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I too would have gone with the skin tight trousers and despite the cold weather I would go for a um like just a a leather waistcoat. How many leather waistcoats do you guys think Dawn has? Loads all yeah. the waistcoats. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then just on one arm, um, just like a, a row of three or four scarves just tied to it. So they make a kind of wing oh, sweet. type thing. And yeah, and obviously I've got my uh, my trusty lute as well, because someone's got to play an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> but at least somebody's got to play an instrument that isn't the triangle. <laughs> Don't be rude to the drummer. <laughs> oh yes, what, what, what instrument does Dawn have? Yeah, and what is Dawn wearing? What is Dawn wearing? As... He looks on with a sort of forlorn expression as his closet gets ransacked. What should Dawn wear? Cropped up. 
Oh, yeah, you have to wear something that exposes your midriff, even though it's the winter and it's not on the ground. So we're going with low-slung, slightly loose denim for the jeans, a crop top with a yellow and black checkered, like, knee-length coat over the top. Mm -hmm. And he'll change out his glasses and uh, get something which is more angular and pointy. Awesome. Okay, and wh- what's your cover name? Do you have a cover name? Haven't got that far, gotta admit. For some reason, I really want to call him Hamroll, but I don't know why. <laughs> Hamroll, yes! Just go with your instinct. Yeah, okay, he's Hamroll, and he plays the bongos. <laughs> sure, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Even if, like, we have people who are going to be, like, on instruments who can't play them, Oki could cast Minor Illusion and make it seem like they are. Darling, darling, I told you I'm a beast on the triangles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> I really love this personality change. Hi, I'm Hamroll, and this is the Olive Garden. No, we said we were Mizzy and the Misfits. Mizzy and the Misfits, yes. Yes, I remember now. Who's Mizzy? Me. So I'm the lead singer, apparently. I don't know if Mizzy can sing. <laughs> yeah, that's irrelevant. Let's hope it's irrelevant. All right. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you have this fashion montage. You try on clothes. The other band, Jan and the Saucy Turnips, they're, uh, they're doing that thing where you uh, come out of the changing room to uh, show off your outfit and they either give thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Classic montage. Yeah. So eventually you... Uh, you all get your disguises ready, your setup as the misfits, and uh, Jan says, So, misfits, are we ready to go? Yeah! Yes, we are. Let's roll out. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Dawn will basically rent a big wagon for Jan and the band, along with some method to pull it. Yeah, so it's Lucia's day, so that's quite a feat to achieve, so... Um, Let's just say, yeah, you, you managed to get a card. Somebody who doesn't observe Lucia's day is just trying to make a bit money on the side. Yeah, you so you slip a couple extra coin to a person and you manage to get a card. Anatoly still doesn't have drums, but you find an empty barrel somewhere and he's like, okay, that, that'll do. That'll do in a pinch. Yeah, several pots of various yeah. size. He's talented, you know. Yeah, he's a, he's a half-orc, you know. He's probably got a skull lying around somewhere. When Oki walks out in his new outfit with his new personality, like, you see him going extra green. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and kind of stuttering, you know. Just while everything's like being set up and whatnot, can I write a, uh, like a, a writ from a, I don't know, a fake patron or something like that to give to the guild? Sure. You have, like, a forgery kit or something? Uh, well, I've got calligrapher's supplies. Sure, yeah, that works. Add a d4. So, uh, just a tool check. Okay. Generally, you need to choose an ability score. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know, let's say dexterity, because everybody seems to be using dexterity for this one. Okay. And you get an extra d4 on top. So that would be 17. Nice. 17. Yeah, seems like a pretty decent letter. You're confident in the thing you wrote. Cool. Well, well, at least we'll have that to present, so... Yeah. Okay. So you all roll out. Like, Dawn's place is very near the obelisk, so... They say the blood of the Empire still covers the obelisk. Whatever that means. Huh. Interesting. Anyways, uh, you roll the cart over there. The 
they set up on the cart and uh as you you roll with them with the cart and uh you uh before they start you get off the cart and uh, mingle into the crowd um can i just ask a quick law question yes so uh saint lucia's day do they have the equivalent of like carols not not really because the musicians guild is uh <laughs> No, wait, they do have, because in the previous thing where we did have Lucia's Day, there were cat rollers, yes. But yeah, not in, not in this town, because the Musician's Guild's grip on any kind of music is too tight. Oh, okay. Rude. Maybe they, they do their own carol events or something. Yeah. But no one else is allowed to do it. Sound like a bunch of assholes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Once you're uh, sufficiently mingled in the crowd, you just hear somewhere behind you go... What's up, everybody? My name is Jen, and we're the Saucy Turnips. Now let's rock! And they start playing music. So yeah, um, the obelisk is sort of um, set in a park near a river. So to get to the guild hall, you need to cross a bridge. Would we know the Musicians Guild, like, in terms of what it looks like? Yeah, yeah, you would, you would. Like, it's an important town thing, yeah? Yeah, it's an important town thing. Uh, yeah, you get to the... Musicians Guild Hall. Um, it's like eleven thirty right now, so it's not midnight just yet. Um, but you, you, you can hear there's a concert going on right now in the uh, Guild Hall. So there, you have the front entrance because the Guild Hall doubles as a concert hall because, of course, it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're having a Lucia's Day concert, but uh, there's also the uh, work entrance, which is uh, further in the back of the building, which is probably where you would go. And it's like a large building, it's like three stories high, sort of the uh, statues decorated above the front entrance and around the side of the building, but towards the back of the building it gets more and more uh, plain, it seems like it was extended a while ago and it just didn't put in as much effort as they did for the front part. So yeah, you uh, make your way to the back entrance, to the to the work entrance and... Is there anybody there or can we just walk straight in? So there, there's a lobby uh, right through the door, and uh, there's uh, like someone sitting there, like a guard, like not like an armored guard, more like a security guard. But on a desk. Yeah, like they have the security uniform that you've seen uh, around town in a few spots, but you know they're not. Is this a cameo? No. <laughs> no, their hair is blue. I would like to. Um go up to this security guard and like this is performance time for me so i'm just like hello there squire uh the name's chase tail uh me and my coterie are uh well we've been sequestered to come in for this evening if that's uh if that's all right you should have our name on the list just have a quick quick look why don't you and as i'm saying that i'm gonna cast a charm person so that he lets us in okay fantastic all right so um that would be a 16, 20, 22. Hey. Okay, 22 uh, against... Wisdom saving throw. Yeah, that's a four. I'm going to go with no. Yay. Yay. Always good when things work. Yeah, and they're like, uh, they're sitting there behind a, a desk and they're like, oh, yeah, um... I mean, it is kind of a weird time. I mean, they're having a concert right now, but um, yeah, if you say you have an appointment, then yeah, sure. I mean, it's not like they tell me anything. They probably just forgot. <laughs> no worries. I know what management can be like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, sure. Uh, just go inside. Do you know where the office is? Oh, of course. No problem at all. Yeah. Okay. So just you go through here, you take the stairs up to the second floor and um, 
Yeah, it's a it's a say on the door. All right, thank you very much, and you have yourself a uh, a good winter season. Hey, you as well. I hope I see you around. Can you give myself guidance before get there? All right, yeah, just 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 head off. Don't even look back. When we're out of sight, Nambi wants to give uh, Pick a high five. As high a five as they can both do. That was amazing. Well done, darling. <laughs> well, you know, we've got to wear the masks that, we, uh, that we're given. Yeah. Fake it till you make it! <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do this, shall we? Yeah. Where's the records room? How do we, how do we find the records room? Well, I would say it's time for some investigation. Oh yeah, you were uh, seeing Jimmy. Well, I was going to say, is there is is are there any signposts, you know, with regards to you know where different departments are? Not really. That would be far too simple. Yeah, because like presumably the people who work here know where they're supposed to go. And actually, as you're uh, making your way up the stairs and around hallways, um, there's a concert going on. So there's like uh, people here. You there's tech and there's uh, various. Uh, members of of the orchestra and uh, a few singers so you do hear the music coming from the stage um they're playing some uh, an orchestral arrangement it's uh it sounds very classy so yeah um roll me investigation for the i rolled 22 good cuz i i rolled a 4 i i i rolled a 1 um but i've got lucky so can i reroll is that right yes, yes that that's kind of you know that's the halfling thing Oh my god, and that's a natural 20. (laughs) The best use of lucky ever. (laughs) I mean, in a one shot, you don't always get to use your good stuff, so brilliant. Yeah. Anyone else investigating? Yeah, I got an 18. I got 14. Okay, yeah, so you're milling about the hallways, you're not sure uh, where to go, so... uh... Uh, you're looking for the right uh, door and uh, pick you. You kind of trip over your feet and you fall face first uh, into a door just as it opens. And a tall elven woman in a silver dress uh, is uh, standing right in front of you. And you look up at her and, uh, you know, you're a musician. You follow the scene a little bit. She's a really famous singer. Okay, uh, well, obviously I, I keep my composure. Uh, her name is Ariella. Okay. Ariella Moretti, yes. Um, yeah, so as I as I trip, I stumble through the door and I see her and I manage to catch my footing, stand up straight, and I say, ah, Miss Moretti, uh, I see they've invited you here too. How marvellous. Well, of course they did. Um... And, and, and you've, you've performed this evening already? Well, I'm just about to go on in a, a few minutes. Yes. Well, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Yes, and it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Are you... Uh... You don't seem like the... I don't remember you from rehearsals. What are you doing here? Are you, uh... I'm Freya Ironbeard. These are Mizzy and the Misfits. Oh. Hello, nice to meet you. I am one of the Misfits. Well, hello. We're fairly new in town, but we're quite big up north. All right, well, can I help you somehow? Well, we just need to access some records before we go into, (laughs) um... (laughs) Into our interview. Well, did their guard not tell you where to go? I, I swear they're incompetent. I don't even know I why. I think they were asleep, actually. Didn't want to wake them. You know how these people can be. Well, I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna file a complaint with... You're gonna get that poor person fired! <laughs> they're gonna get fired anyway if we steal from the place. <laughs> Fair. Okay. But yeah, uh, the record room is uh, in the second story. Uh, 
at the end of the hallway, the second door. Thank you very much. And good luck with your performance. Not that you will need it. No problem. I wish you all success. Thank you, darling. We'll be sure to return the favour. A pleasure, Miss Moretti. Yes, yes. And uh, from the end of the hallway, uh, you hear someone yell, Ariella, you're on in two minutes. Well, that's my cue. I should go now. Yeah, I'll give her a low bow. Yeah, and she she just nods at you and uh, she just drifts off down the hallway. So yeah, now you know where to go. <laughs> yeah, let's get going, like, quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you uh, make your way to the second floor, uh, the end of the hallway, uh, second door. Um, is it locked at all? Yes. Uh, of course it is. We can't get in. We're screwed. The whole plan's over. <laughs> <laughs> Churcher, I rolled a 24. Yeah, you. You uh, you just look at the lock and it disintegrates in, uh, under your eyes. Ah, <laughs> uh, like a lot of things I stare at. Dawn looks at very and sort of pats their shoulder and just goes, It's okay. It's okay. It's open now. What? Less questions. Let's move. Uh, okay. Uh, we all bundle in. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... Medium-sized room. There is a desk and there's like papers, uh, mostly sheet music, um, scattered all over the desk. And uh, there's like a lot of filing cabinets all around the room. Roll for bureaucracy. Oh, wow, that was tough. Roll for bureaucracy. Well, the first thing we do is check to see if they're in alphabetical order or not. I use the Dewey Decimal System. No! <laughs> Why don't we just set fire to this whole room? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a solution. It's my plan B, I've got to admit. I think while these guys are looking for... A way to burn down the house, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to stand by the door and keep an eye on things. I believe that Jen and the Saucy Turnips might not be the only band that is suffering under this guilt, so why don't we just destroy everything? And if Jan could hear right now, she'd be so proud of you. Don says, he's got a point. Maybe? Uh, I don't have a way to... Oki starts to cast Burning Hands. Are we just gonna do that? Don't worry your pretty little, little heads about this, darlings. I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody gonna stop him, or are you just gonna let him do that? No, I'm fine with it. I'll join Pick at the door, checking for people. Uh, why aren't you looking for the contract? Because now we're burning the thing down instead. He's spreading the flames everywhere. Yeah, Nambi will try and get near the door so that uh, there isn't anything in the way. What a bloody hell happened to tiptoe in and tiptoe out? Have <laughs> you people not got any finesse at all? Improvisation. And uh, this will kind of draw attention away from us. Just got to be ready to run. Fine, fine. Dawn just looks at him and goes, don't look at me. Was there any, like, candles on in the room when we got there? There wasn't, was there? No. Ah, oh, shame, because we could have blamed it on a candle. Are there any, can like, unlit candles or lanterns in here? No. Do they have fire investigation officers in this world? They have a fire brigade, but I don't think it's, like, um... I don't think they've got forensic fire experts, no. I mean, there's, there's, there's magical ways, but, you know, you're all disguised anyway, so... As the flames are burning and getting brighter and brighter. I'm just screaming over my shoulder. Don't you worry, I'm sure the insurance is, getting, is taking care of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Dawn just sort of hears the insurance bit and just goes, he was doing so well. Okay. Do we manage to burn a significant portion of their documents? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I mean, I figure there's a lot of paper in the room, right? <laughs> there's a lot of paper in the room, yeah, and the uh, uh, filing cabinet. I, I've been seeing it 
in my mind, I'm more like um, the boxes that get stacked on the thing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it catches fire, and uh, soon it's uh, everything's on fire, and uh, the smoke starts rolling out. We really need to run now. Uh, I I stop bursting flames from my hands, and. Uh, uh, what's your passive perception, everyone? Seventeen. Eleven. Minus twelve. Fourteen, I think. Um. Uh, as the smoke rises uh, up in the room, you see uh, on the uh, ceiling um, a magic uh, rune activate. Oh, shit. And you, you hear sort of loud ringing coming from somewhere downstairs. You're guessing it's a fire alarm? <laughs> is it a fire alarm or is it a sprinkler rune? It's not a sprinkler rune. There's no water coming out, so... How devastating are the flames, though? Like, oh, it's pretty hot in there. It's getting pretty hot. Like, you have a, like a minute if you want to get out of there and unscathe. It, it caught on pretty fast because, like, most of the room is paper. But like, we we can be pretty sure that these flames, no matter how fast. Yeah, no. If you don't get out of here soon, the whole house will burn down. Okay, the things in there, the contracts. That's definitely done for right oh yeah the contracts are gone the sheet music is gone like the employee records are gone okay uh takes off his leather vest and throws it into the flames i mean he's still kind of scrawny he's still kind of you know but like with the flames behind him and like the sweat glistening on his body like even with his kind of slender frame he just looks like raw sex <laughs> as he leaves the room oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> As he says, steps out into the hallway of the music guild hall. He takes off his aviators, his eyes are glistening, like, All right, darlings, we should probably get out of here. So we've got sexy Hollywood dirty, and we've got sexy Hollywood running away from a fireball. Like... Cool guys, don't look at explosions. Let's bounce. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, and as you're making your way downstairs, uh, you run to that blue-haired uh, security and... They're like, oh, guys, we're just upstairs. What? Is everything... I'm going to cast color spray. <laughs> is everything okay upstairs? It's like, oh, okay. And then you cast color spray. So just like a, a rainbow spray, like goes right, right into their face. And that is dependent on my roll. And they hit 60, 10. I don't know if that many to 10. So I have three overall. Okay. Uh, what uh, do I have to roll? Nope. This is just like sleep. Okay. That's 22, so if they have less than 22 hit points, they are blinded. Yeah, they have a lot less than 22 hit points. Are you blind, security guard? Last for six seconds, so we have just enough time to run. Let's go! They're like, oh, what the what the fuck is going on? Ah, wait, what's... The fire escapes this way! So yeah, you blind them and you just bolt. Uh, down the staircase, uh, out the corridor, like, the people you run into, mostly tech uh, people, you, they don't seem too concerned about the fire alarm, like, at all. Goes off all the time. Yep. But they hear the security guard uh, start to scream upstairs, and they seem more concerned about that than about the um, fire alarm, so. Yeah, you have a free way out of the guild hall, so. Let's put some distance between it and us. Sounds like a plan. It's the sea is evening. Let's just find a party and delve into it. Yeah. Well, you're in luck because parties everywhere. Let's start and end the session with a party. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you uh, make your way back across the bridge to the obelisk. And on the way, you actually uh, several uh, fire brigade hearts pass you. 
the concert is still going on. Janice, uh, there's uh, singing her little heart out, and uh, Anatoly's just going ham on the barrel, you know, because he doesn't have drums. And uh, they see you in the crowd as you come up right next to them. Nambi gives them a, a big thumbs up, like two thumbs up. Yeah, and she she gives back an okay sign, super enthusiastically, and the song ends, and Jen's like, okay, so everybody. To celebrate the passing of the midnight into the new year, I have a song for you. And with some of my favorite people, some of my best friends, I wish you all had people who did as much for you as they did for us. And the song is called Five Randos Dancing on a Stage. Come on up! (laughs) (laughs) And now, this time, Oki seeks out the light. You literally do, because that's exactly when the clock strikes midnight and all the bonfires around the city go up. Amazing. And you dance your way into the new year. Oki walks up to Dawn and says, You know, baby, I might take you up on that offer of you taking off my pants now. (laughs) (laughs) Dawn turns around and just says, "Um, Ah, I'm so glad you agreed to finally learn how to play a real triangle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You uh, stay up partying with the, the crowd until the early morning. Oki looks so cute with a collar on him. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and yeah, that's uh that's it for the thing. This is blessings to everyone. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, Jimmy, it's been real fun having you with us today. It's been an absolute joy. <laughs> So, where else can people hear your beautiful, beautiful voice on the interwebs? Okay. All right. Well, um, I am the GM for Brits on Bikes. Um, We've just finished our first season. It's a Kids on Bikes, Stranger Things, British, uh, supernatural, actual play. Nice, nice. We've just wrapped up our first season and it's, um, yeah, it's been an absolute joy and we're looking forward to doing the second season later on in the... um, early in the new year (laughs) but you can follow us on twitter that's at brits underscore bikes um you can also follow me at jimmy sprinkles with two s's on the end so it's kind of like sprinkless which i didn't think about when i made it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and um, I've just um, started a new podcast as well it's called What's Your Role I'm hosting it for the Role to Play Network it's a interview slash panel show in which actual play podcasts have an opportunity to talk about their characters um, and play a few games um, and just have a little bit of of fun it's it's a very very chilled out kind of format um, but we've just launched our first episode um, with the wonderful cast of uh, Rollout featuring the young Vanguard which is a a Masks actual play nice Um, but yeah yeah you can follow uh, me on that which is my Twitter is at what's your role and yeah and be sure to check out all of the role to play network because they're doing some wonderful things in the community really really supportive network awesome yeah well yeah once again thank you for being here with us and uh I guess that's it for today. Dice Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. 
Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game! game.